Mmm, scotch. I like scotch. scotch. Down it goes. Down into my belly. Yum, yum, yum. No, that's mine. I swapped. Uh, I swapped everything. <laughs> mine's uh, but mine's empty. Yeah, that's that, that's a bit of a problem there. Well, you can get more. There's just over in the garage. You know where it is. <laughs> this is a better. You need a pallet destroyer. You need a pallet destroyer. Absolutely. Yeah, side and fourteen. He was pretty friendly, Mr. Brad. Yeah, he was actually. Yeah. That, that was really. Oh, no, Ryan. Ryan. Right. Yeah. Name. And he called you Jeremy, so that's fine. Yeah, he called. Me. <laughs> okay, so there's. There's another thing. I, Go get I, yourself something from the fridge, Ben, and then we'll oh, get it. Okay. I, I got, what was it, another thing. It was back in my engineering days when uh, I got called Jasper once, and that was a running joke at Tundra. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, here's Steve and Jasper. And Jasper was like, looked nothing like me. He was a, a fairly well-built, <laughs> muscular Asian fella who, like, not quite night and day, but pretty damn close. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's Jasper. <laughs> that was the... They, they called, called me out in meetings. It's like, oh, yeah, talk to the process engineer over there, Jasper. <laughs> just be like, fuck's sakes, guys. Uh. Also had that this week. Someone called me Peter. And it was in, an, in a fairly important email. They're like, oh, yeah, Peter will inform you on this. So I saw that, and I was like, well, I'm not Peter, so Is I'm not... Is this a good palette destroyer? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a very good palette destroyer. So, so uh, he was waiting you know, wait for Peter to respond. And then a couple, like a day or two later, um, my PM on the other side was like, Hey Steve, would you mind responding to this? And I'm like, well, no, like I'm not Peter. And then I look at the text, and I was like, oh, there's only like three other people in this call. Clearly, the rest of the text is like directed towards me, but it definitely wasn't the name. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry for this, but this is meant for the Peter. But there is no Peter. I am the Peter. <laughs> it went from there. And for those of you who are confused, yes, this is still the Solutions Brewing podcast. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. Anecdotes. <laughs> random anecdotes to start the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Brendan, joined here by Steve, and of course, Ben is still with us, so we're going to... Our special guest star. ...take advantage of his time and his expertise as much as we can. Mm -hmm. um, today's podcast is a little bit special, a little bit fun. Well, we'll see how fun it is for everybody listening. It'll be fun for us. Um, <laughs> a number of years ago. Uh, ben and I went to university together mm -hmm. and he approached me with a theory that basically said I could not tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. Uh, and he proposed a test which uh, I think it was based off Malcolm Gladwell's research or writing yeah. or something like that. It was like a book he wrote about Blink. He talked about he talked about like professional sommeliers and he said if you do this trick most people especially those who think that they can distinguish Mm -hmm. uh, taste between like Coke and Pepsi actually fail at this test, and Brendan failed at the test. So. Yes, I did. I did spectacularly. <laughs> University is a wonderful time. Yeah, and uh, and where this episode stems from is per our uh, last time Ben uh, guest starred on on the podcast. Not not the most recent time, but the time before. Uh, about I'd say ten fifteen episodes back. Uh, we got into a discussion on loggers and that how much I hate Heineken and how much that's come up a few times. So today, Ben's going to be trying to make me a liar and say that I can't tell the difference and that... Uh, yeah, okay, you're, you're, you're taking it a little personal. A, a, little, a little bit. I'm but challenging I, him nonetheless. Yeah, he is challenging me and uh, I will defend my hatred of Heineken and I'll be able to suss it out in any this circumstance. This isn't all about you, Steve. But I think it is. <laughs> the challenge will be for all three of us. Um, and what we have is we have some uh, mass-produced beers, so some mm -hmm. Heineken and some Molson. And we have a number of craft beers of a similar style. We have an Italian lager, a Pilsner, a Blonde, another Blonde, and another Pilsner um, <laughs> that we're going to be comparing. So the we're going to do this in several rounds, and we're kind of going to rotate through. There'll be a blind test, so someone's going to have to pour. Uh, one person will be tasting and the trick or the challenge is to try to identify the craft beer or which ones are craft and which ones are the mass-produced beers of course these are two of the most popular beers in Canada so mm -hmm. the mass-produced ones should be easy to distinguish from the uh, craft beers or in terms of a, a certain blonde in particular that's in the lineup we should be able to distinguish it um, yeah, or forever be shamed yeah, there there might be threats to sell our share in the company if we can't identify the uh, the particular blonde that we're talking about. <laughs> but since we're ragging on Steve so much to start this, and he's taking it very personally, we might as well start with him. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna throw my blinders on here. I'm gonna Ben, if you want to do the honors and get the first one poured up here. Okay, I'll do my best. We're gonna 
I was gonna say, oh, I just ran into the mic there. But uh, I'll throw up my blinders. Oh, I thought we were gonna get a blindfold so I could like not see anything or anything like that. I don't know what kind of books you've been reading, but we don't do that here. Well, uh, like Fifty Shades of Grey, man. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the book I was trying to call out, but not by name. But but yeah. But no, we don't, we don't have that. Like, what, 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 do you, what do you what do you take us for? Well, you don't you don't have that in your bedroom. <laughs> What's in my bedroom, <laughs> sir, has nothing to do with the podcast. Well. Well, do, do you have, you know, something you can, you know, something fuzzy you can put over my eyes or something? Something fuzzy <laughs> that I can put over your eyes. I, I, I really don't want to know where your mind's going here. I got some old oily rags in the garage there that we can, like, get oh, out that, here. that would work. <laughs> don't want you to not be able to see forever. <laughs> like, it's just this one particular pore that you're not supposed to be able to, to identify. Hmm? Yeah, okay, fair so enough. How do you want me to uh, give them one at a time, or...? You should, well, it's kind of up to you. You're the experimenter here, yeah, but. Yeah, do one at a time just so that I can keep the. So you can keep it straight in your head. Yeah, match, for sure. Okay. Match to the bottle or can that I All right. Used. Beer number one. All right. Beer number one in a nondescript glass. Yes, of course. Looks pale, slightly bubbly. It's so nondescript, soft, we didn't even put a number one on it. Yeah, like a soft, uh, you know, pale straw color there. Let's see what this tastes like. First impressions? Oh, I'm pretty sure this is the Heineken. Yeah. It doesn't matter because we're going to the next beer. <laughs> no, so let me let me see something here. Well, we got to get the next one queued up here. We got to do things fairly rapidly. Our audience is uh, very impatient. True. Well, maybe well, not the audience, but the the podcasters. The podcasters might be. I, I th actually, no, I think this is Molson. I'm pretty sure this is Molson. You're flip flopping all over the place. I Are you am. A now? I am. I, I, like, it, is that the requirement to be a politician? Be able to flip and flop? And zig and zag. Yeah. And zig and zag? <laughs> to, to avoid the truth and the point? <laughs> I thought it was twirl. Always twirling. Oh, yes. No, Ben says uh, he, he's got it right there. It's always twirling. All right. I, so my first guess on that, without comparison to the other one, I think that's Molson. I think that is a, uh, a, cra a, like a, a big production beer. Okay, here's the uh, next one. Beer number two. Beer number two. All right. It's got a, a much weaker nose on this. Like, it's not as a strong flavor coming off the top there. Yeah, this has definitely got, like, a, a better taste to it. Like, it's got a better um, a, a better body to it. Like, it, the first one felt almost manufactured, and this one just tastes better. But I don't think it's Solutions beer, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay, that's interesting there. So you you, you you believe there's a significant difference, but it's not not mm -hmm. our beer. It's not our beer. But um, I would say this is probably one of the craft pilsners. Okay. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Not a requirement of the competition okay. to call out which a craft effort, but there's one more beer yet to right. taste. Because, again, this is a three-point test. This isn't just one or the other. Mm -hmm. Two okay. of these beers were the same, and the third one is different. All right. Well, not necessarily the third one. <laughs> Two are the same. One is different. Actually, no, they're all different. They're all different. Oh, they're all different. Yeah, I didn't do it the Malcolm Gladwell way. Oh, okay. I was wrong. They're all different. Mm. So this one's definitely a craft beer as well. It's now, remember the premise of the competition. Well, what is... I, I'm, was there more than <laughs> the one? The premise point? of the competition is basically, can Steve identify... Mass-produced versus craft, and does he indeed his does his ta blind taste consistent with his judgment of Molson and Heineken? Mm -hmm. And so all the rules are out the window. But at least one of the beers in the three is going to be mass-produced. Yeah, one of them is definitely mass-produced, and the other okay. two are either or. Yeah. Okay. So so like with it. this so with this third one, so the first one was definitely mass-produced, and I'm pretty sure it was Molson. The second one, craft. And I'm sure it, it tasted more like a Pilsner. Um, this one, definitely craft. Uh, this is closer to a blonde, but I can't I can't suss out right on the tail of it. We're, of course, doing this in the best way I, possible without any palate cleansers in between. Yeah, no palate cleansers in between. I don't think this is our beer. I think this is a different blonde. But I'm not. Sh but I'm not sure. It's it, right on the end. I'm trying to pick up like our little caramel uh, finish. I'm not quite getting it. All right. 
All right. Well, so. let's see how he did. All right. Ben, will Steve, you reveal the results? Steve, Steve actually did really well. So the first one was <laughs> was Heineken. What well, actually was Heineken? Would you did you say Heineken? You, cro you crossed it out though. You did count. say Heineken, but then you went on it. But nonetheless, that was really good. And you're like, this is. You were like, I really think this is Heineken. Yeah. The then second I, one was New Level Lager. I was. I can't remember what the the Hell's Lager. Yeah, yep. and the okay. third one was actually uh, Missing Piece Blonde. Oh. oh, forever shame. Yeah, forever shame. You were right on the blonde, but yeah, you said I, it, so. So actually, that's so you're. It's actually good. You're you, really all things considered, your judgment was actually really close. Yeah. So. So that's the interesting thing. So on the first one, like I, I did pick up the skunk, but on the second taste, it was mostly gone at that point in time. So I was, so I'm so not. You just need your Heineken to breathe for like 20 seconds or like six hours or something like six, that. Six, <laughs> between two sips here, you went from Heineken to Molson. True. But yeah, like, so it was, so it's interesting on that. It's like, I don't know what, like it was in the body. It was in the body. You could tell that it was mass produced. Like I, it, you, there was a, an effervescence almost like it was a lightness to it that you don't get in like commercial or like for, an for absence of body. Yeah. An absence of body. Like it again, like a lightness. So when that happened, I was like, Oh, okay. Like that's definitely a mass produce, but yeah, I should have went with my first instinct. Would you describe it as crushable though? Actually, from the guy last night, crushable is an overused word, and we should get away from that. <laughs> That's I know why I brought it up. I hope he listens to the podcast. I was actually really impressed with Steve there, actually. That okay. was that was, that very was like, good. I'd say Steve did not lose his credibility. Oh, okay, that's good. But yeah, so and then so it's interesting on the third one because that's an that's a fairly old can of solutions. Like that's like some of our like still first production run. Yeah. And yeah, like it's it's interesting because. Like, could tell it was a blonde. It was, like, I was about 60% sure it was ours. But I couldn't tell for certain if it was ours. Because I think it's been in the can too long. And that little bit of, well, like, it, it, crispness it's on It's been the in the can for a while. And it definitely, the, the, the fresher stuff is better. Yeah. Um, so that when we get our tasting room uh, opened, everybody <laughs> should come to the tasting room to taste the beer as we intended. But, um Still, shame forever. Yeah, shame forever. However, I would suggest that in order to kind of keep things moving here, well, if you want to prepare a round yeah. for me, Ben and I will have a quick little chat about not <laughs> blindfolds because that was a little bit awkward. But okay, so are we gonna just to, just to help Steve here? Are we gonna do it the way the testing was supposed to be done, where it's two two are the same, one is different? Well, I feel or like or do you, it just like what I did. I feel like you went rogue here, Ben. So we, I, the, I the doors I, are open. Steve <laughs> can do whatever he wants. But I, I would say at least one of the mass-produced beers has to be in the yes, three. Yes, for sure. Um, and then it's it's kind of bartender's choice on the others, whether or not to try to differentiate between different craft beers after that or to do the, uh, the Malcolm Gladwell method, which is two different beers. Three different uh, glasses. Two of this, yeah. Two different beers, three glasses. Okay. I I don't feel the need to, to challenge Steve' ability to suss out Heineken. I feel like he was so quick in his assessment of that Heineken. Oh, I feel like I we need to like do a second do round of long. Heineken versus Molson now because I don't think he can oh. tell the difference between the two. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> he kind of went we can, back we and forth very oh, rapidly. Sure. We could give him that, two. We that one, him... I think we need to do the Malcolm Gladwell method. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree with right. that. I agree with that. First beer for you, Brendan. All right. Beer number one. Very, very clear. Astonishingly so. Yeah, like no Very fault. little head. Like this appears to be a glass of... Apple juice. Carbonated first, apple first, juice. First squeeze, second squeeze apple juice. <laughs> Carbonation is low. All right, so again, very, very light on the body, kind of a, a little bit of a, not quite yeasty, but like, a, I don't know, this, 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 this tastes like a Molson Canadian to me. Next beer, please. All right. Now, you didn't put a number on it, so I hope you remember which one you poured. <laughs> I, I followed a similar method to Ben. I was placing glasses and other things. Excellent. So, 
Uh, this next beer has a little bit less clarity in the color here. Still kind of that pale straw, and, uh, pale straw, but appears to be unfiltered. Actually, a really nice nose on this one. That's a nice little beer, actually. Next beer, please. Next one, all right. That one's not a Heineken or Molson. Is it a is it a blunt? Is it a is it a solutions so beer? The second one is a craft beer. But the second one is certainly a craft beer. Is it a solutions beer though? That's another that's another component to this yeah, whole you, challenge. Oh, because, because well, there's, not there's everyone's gonna have. Is, is there gonna be a is hidden solutions be, beer? Is it the all, beer that you okay. brew? <laughs> is it the recipe that you made and have named made your reputation off? Of? I'm withholding judgment <laughs> so to you try don't to know. avoid my shame forever. <laughs> Give me a second here. Yes, I know. <laughs> this is a very t challenging competition. <laughs> All right, so the third one here is is also kind of lacking the clarity of the first one, which which leads me back to my like this this first one is is so crystal clear like. I'm, I'm leaving that as as my Wilson. This one doesn't have as much of a nose. And that one I would put as as a craft logger or craft pilsner. All right. The middle one though. I'm going to go back to this cuz everybody's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, it's close to ours. I, w I would say you were correct in saying that it's a craft. Well, of course it is. <laughs> I don't think it's ours, though. All right. I'll, we'll do a judgment here as soon as Brendan's done tasting the second one again. And the third one. I'm just going to finish drinking beer. You can sit down okay. and do it. I, I've made my calls. I got a, Number one is the mass-produced by most likely Molson. Number three is some kind of craft Pilsner. Um, and the second one is... Uh, a, a different blonde, I would say. Shame. Shame for oh. shame twice. Okay. Actually. Oh no. So oh. so the first one. The drama. So the first one was Molson Canadian. You are correct. Hey. Oh, okay. okay. I got, That's I got good. one. The, so the, the second one was, <laughs> was the missing blonde. blonde. So right. he's right. baby. And the third one was solutions, oh, solutions oh brewing blonde. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The, the, the second and third one were both the both? same blonde. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so that's very interesting. I want to. I wish I could just record what he said so <laughs> we can go over and analyze every comment. So, so well, we did record it, so we yeah, can play it, it back it, it forever. I want to do it now, though. But uh, so yeah. So the, so interestingly enough, like we can do that like in the say, editing, actually. <laughs> so yeah. So the second one was the blonde, and the third one is like from the same can, but it's a. A pour that just sat there for two seconds. But, well, but interestingly enough, you thought it was a bit, a bit different, a bit lighter. So you said for sure, lager for sure. But, but this gets it. to the. But it did look darker. The second one did look darker. I looked at it mm -hmm. too, and I was looking. Yeah, the second one definitely looks darker. Yeah, like or it, not darker, but like less clear, a more yeah, less, less, clear. less clarity. Less, yeah. yeah, less clear. But this gets to the whole Malcolm Gladwell thing, where and that's why you do it as a, a two in one. Right, and I mean that's a very interesting way to do it with with the boundaries removed, right? Because if it was okay, one of these is missing piece, and one of these is the Molson. Obviously, obviously, any of us could pick that out just by looking at the glasses. Um, but oh, we're gonna need some new clean glasses for Ben. <laughs> oh, yes, we are gonna need some. Yeah, I'll go get a. We can wash them. Yeah. yeah, we can just go run in and get some. Uh, some. Oh, we should some have got water. some solo cups. That would have made this a lot easier. We got all kinds of plastic shit. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Fine. Well, you should go do that while me and Ben talk about your show. I, I was going to say we can pause the podcast here and everybody can come back here in five seconds. Oh, that's true, too. As soon as I figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? You guys just chat. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that. Uh, so, my thought process for this was, um, how with, can I embarrass yeah, how can I embarrass Brendan? Which is, well, I was definitely going to throw in the solutions blonde, 
But since, you know, you had brought up the, or he had brought up and you had done to him the Pepsi versus Coke thing, I thought his palate wasn't, he, he would second guess himself on okay. the second one there. Okay, well, here's the thing. When I did the challenge many years ago, mm-hmm. I actually did it in 2006, I believe. Dear God. So that was 15, 16, 16, 16 years, years ago. <laughs> I told him that two of them were the same and one of them was different. Mm-hmm. But when I did the first round here, I told you that all three were different. Mm-hmm. So he, I think he was expecting the same treatment. So I think we may have thrown him off. Oh, he might have thrown a, a wrench in that we didn't. He, so it, he may, was may biased have. to believe that the same things were different. And ma- people's minds are manipulated like that. Mm. They, they can be there easily There is influenced. a psychological component to this. So, <laughs> so and I, I was convinced too that the third one was more clear than the second one. Mm-hmm. So I was just from looking at it, I was like, well, that's definitely a different beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So and, and maybe the glass was dirtier or on the maybe, second one. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was just because it was held at a different angle because there's uh, the glasses from the Maui Brewery Company, so there's actually a Later. turtle design on yeah. the other side yeah. that might have been clouding it a little bit. But, yeah, because I, I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, let's let's and I'm just like, let's open for a loop. Let's put two, the solutions in there twice and see if you can suss it out. Now, actually, what I should have done is it should have been the first and third one. Because if he did the first one, then the second one, which was the uh, the mass-produced one, and then had the third one, if the you know the second one would have thrown him off even more for the third one, I wonder. Oh, well, I might have to do that that experiment again with him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I think we should definitely for your next round, mm-hmm. we should do the Malcolm Gladwell method um, using Molson's and Heineken. Two of them are the same, one's different. You have to figure out which ones which ones are which. Okay. Yeah, no, that'll be my next round. Um, currently, Brendan is getting uh, your round started, so this 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 is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think we're gonna be super excited about this. And I have no idea. I could get I could get three mass produced. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe I'll get Molson, Heineken, Molson. Maybe I'll get Molson, Ooh, Heineken. <laughs> And that's okay. the thing, like some some of these looks uh, pretty clear. These craft ones could be pretty close to commercial. You never know. It doesn't have a strong smell. It could very well be mass produced. <coughs> Going down a little uh, down the wrong tube there, but I'm a, I'm a terrible drinker in here. <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of body to it. Or does it? Maybe it's me. Hmm. Give me a sec here. I'm not sure. I think it's mass produced. Okay, that's for number one. I think that's mass produced. All right. Second one. Oh, this is definitely Heineken. (laughs) <laughs> just from the smell I'm like it stands out that fresh rotten skunk <laughs> yeah that's definitely Heineken okay it must be Heineken yeah that was a very strong judgment and it's definitely not the same as the first one and I will die on that hill <laughs> <laughs> this one smells very fruity But it doesn't have a lot of body either. It could be the same as the first one. I would say one and three are the same, and the second one is definitely Heineken. Ooh. Final final comment. Wow, very very certain in his uh, his judgment there. Uh, we wait for the judge to return to his seat. All right. So you are correct about number two. It was certainly Heineken. Yeah, that was so. That's it's it's it is so obvious Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> um. The first one was Signing 14's Italian Pilsner. Okay. And the third one was different. It was Vacay's Vespa, but also an Italian Pilsner. They were so similar. interesting. Wow. So, style counts for something is kind of what this shows. Yeah, wow. And it's, I probably have a better ability to distinguish than I may give myself credit to. Yeah, wow. your, your palate might be a little bit more developed because to, to nail 
both of them being essentially the same, like you got it, you you got it just from different breweries. Yeah. All right. Interesting. The that time was fun. Has come yes. To pour Steve three Heinekens. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if you can distinguish between them. Each more identical than the last. Yeah. I can use these. Uh, no, I would use the same ones you used for him before. We'll just keep uh, the glasses tied to the person. Just throw it on the grass or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah, find out. Or yeah, sure. Yeah, that works. Anyway, so Steve, knowing mm. how much you love Heineken, how much yeah. are you looking forward to this next challenge? Uh, not really, because yeah. it's going to be three Heinekens in a row. Yeah, exactly. And we're not talking glasses here. We're talking bottles. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, well, actually, you remember back when you were in university, they had those like, okay, you know what? You're signing <laughs> into the Engineering Society in here, and now you just got to chug a beer. Mm-hmm. It's like three of those in a row. See, in my Engineering Society, though, they're all Alexander Keiths. So well, actually, that lot. was the same for ours. It was You had to drink it out of a hard hat. It was hilarious every uh, single time. For us, we didn't have to do it out of a hard hat. But it was, it was, oh, there was a funnel. That's what it was. It was a funnel. Oh, um, Because yeah, it was over-engineered. It was oh, a, your first Heineken is ready. Oh, my first Heineken is ready. I'm so happy. No, this is not Heineken. What? But I've been saying it's Heineken for so long. I was trying to skew <laughs> your perception. Ooh. I'm looking at the color. It's very clear. I think this is Molson. Mm. But will you retain that thought? Will I retain when that beer thought? number two comes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was an eight-way funnel that they had for uh, for the engineer recruits at ours, and so eight eight pledges had to basically get on the ground and drink from. Uh, I think it was Phil. What was his name? Is Phil's dick? <laughs> <laughs> he was a Hydra. Okay, no, this is the Heineken. Yeah, right. no, you've, that's the Heineken. You've, you've had your requisite <laughs> sip of it. Yeah, no, right away. Now I've, I've learned to trust my Beer nose on the number first three. one. Now this one is crystal clear. That's the Molson again. Interesting. So I would say two Molsons. Uh, the first and third were Molsons, and the second one was a Heineken. All right, Ben, how did you do? He was 100% correct. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no f- Next time I am pouring you three Heineken. <laughs> All right, Brendan, you're up again. All right. Let's, let, let's see if I can... All three solutions this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, yes. Continue the embarrassment. One's going to be the actually, stout. One's going to be the amber. And one's going to be the blonde. <laughs> They're all the... I don't know. You're all the same? What might be interesting is we have a, a, one of the tall boys in the fridge there, Steve. That would... Yes. That would oh, change it. that's a really good one. Pull out the tall boy. Is it... It's cold. It's in the fridge, yeah. Yeah, it should be cold. Yeah, it should be cold. And then we'll do, can you distinguish between age of the same beer? That would, that's a really good challenge. If you haven't, no, not that fridge, Steve, in the house. He hasn't heard me, so our, our listeners. I'll get it later. I'll get it later. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do this later. Yeah. He's off on a wild goose hunt and he's poured me one of the three beers, but I don't really want to start it until I know all three are poured. So, so as a palate destroyer, I'm drinking the, uh, Meta Wavelength uh, West Coast IPA. Uh, Very nice beer. Uh, Every now and then we remember that someone asked us to talk about what we're drinking during the the podcast. So figured I'd throw that in there. And I'm drinking this uh, beer you may have heard of. It's uh, Solutions Brewing Company Amber Ale. It's a nice smooth beer. I'm going to keep it simple, stupid Amber Ale, or Kiss Amber Ale. Kiss, yes, that's Kiss right. Amber yeah, Ale. Yeah, that's right, yes. it's a family program. All right. All right, you're done with your first one? I haven't started yet, no, because you disappeared. And I, uh, you were going to one place, and I tried I, to tell I you to go the other. So. Uh, well, okay, you got it, you got it, we're go. going. All right, we're going. Taste <laughs> number one. So, uh, very good clarity on this, low carbonation. It actually reminds me a lot of the visual aesthetic of the Molson I had just, like, ten minutes ago. Yeah, it tastes like a Molson. All right. Beer number two, also very nice clarity on it. Appears to have a different nose, though. A little bit more carbonation, a little bit more head. Yeah, a little bit more of that uh, yeasty, pilsnery stuff coming through there. Okay. 
since we don't have any mass-produced pilsners, I'm going to put that down as a crafty pilsner. All right. And number three. And number three. Hmm. These are going to be three Molsons in a row, aren't they? <laughs> we'll see. That's a Heineken. All right. So it's a very good Heineken. Heineken is a fantastic beer. They do good things. Ugh. All right. So uh, one, two, three. What do you? Th- what, what, what's your judgment? So number one was. Uh, number one, I thought was the most. Number two, I thought was one of the the crafty pills that we got. Okay. And number three was a Heineken. I, it's a Heineken. And yeah, it's. I didn't it's, realize it's, it's how so obvious. Distinct as, uh, I did like, not realize how obvious Heineken was. Yeah. So you're correct in number three. Uh, a number two, it was New Levels uh, Blonde that you had. Oh, really? Yep. And number one was New Levels Lager. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You, so, so you're so you're you're on the right. On I, I mean, at least I'm right on style yeah. on that one, but. But the craft is in uh, is on the same level as the uh, as the uh, mass produced. <clears throat> it's very interesting. Oh, my God, <laughs> Oh, our uh, our special get background guest has brought out s'mores for the fire. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so for me, can we do? So I would love because part of the Malcolm Gladwell challenge was that some sommeliers, oh no, the best professional sommeliers should be able to distinguish batch. Now we're not really. This is not just batch because there's a sizable age difference between the small can and the tall can. With the uh, with the blonde, mm-hmm. so that's an additional difference. Um, that said, I I would never call myself a professional sommelier. So I want to ch- challenge myself with the, the new blonde and an old blonde using the Malcolm Gladwell method. I will get the can if you can't find it. It's in the top. No, he knows. Oh, yeah, he okay, yes. He's so I'm excited for this. All right. Can I actually distinguish between? New and old. <laughs> I'm not actually sure where Steve went. <laughs> went into the house for some reason. <laughs> Look, he's going through shells. And, and I mean, I'd, I'd go and pour you the beers, but the, but that would leave dead air. <laughs> and we're not allowed to have dead air. It's 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 number one rule in podcasting. Okay, how about this? We talk about the bodybuilder that I met at the... Yeah, because we missed that in the last podcast. Yeah, we missed it in the last podcast. So Ben met one of the most interesting guys I've ever heard about. <laughs> yes. On Saturday evening. So this guy was walking around, and I noticed that he was absolutely shredded. I'm like, this guy, there's no way you just are just born to be that shredded. You work hard, very hard, to be as muscular as he was and as shredded as he was. Like, this guy is a guy who takes it seriously and puts a lot of time and effort in. And I bet any kind of compliment on his physique, he would take very well. So I walked right up to him and I said, what's your body fat percentage? And he just started (laughs) laughing. He goes, seven. I go, no, I bet you're eight, nine. Now, my assessment is bullshit anyways because he was wearing a T-shirt and you can't do that assessment. You can't give, give a proper guess if you can only see his arms. Because the arms are the place of your body where you lose fat first. So it's total bullshit. And then people store fat differently on their body. Some of the legs and so on and so forth. So anyways, he, we, we hit it off. Because he, uh, he, loves, he loves bodybuilding. And he said he owned a storage company. And then, but his bodybuilding was his passion. And he looked, I said, he looked really young for his age. And I said, how old are you? It's like, this is, you're pretty old to be um, bodybuilding. He says, like, oh, almost 50. I said, really? I said, you look only maybe a little bit older than myself. Like he said, like maybe like late 30s, early 50s, 40s. And uh, he looked great. And we just hit it off. And he thought it was hilarious. I added him to Instagram. He's an IFBB pro bodybuilder which is a big huge deal if you know anything about bodybuilding that's basically a major leaguer and um he was just a good funny guy and later on the sh- uh, at the show i crossed paths with him again his friend 
looks out to me, goes, oh, look, it's 8%. <laughs> 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 it was a bit salty. It was so funny. So well-timed. We laughed so hard. They were funny guys. So, yeah, every, most of the people at the show, that we, well, I'd say everybody we met, most of the people at the show, I assume, were fantastic. And I'm glad that you got you got that interaction. But it's up. also interesting. He told me he was two weeks out from a show. Like, what is he doing at a beer con festival? It's like... <laughs> So, anyways, it's interesting. So he was <laughs> well, walking whatever. around in two. He said he was walking. He was walking around in fairly tight-fitting clothing. He said, "I feel like a feather right now." He's, he said, with one ninety pounds, normally walks at two fifty. I was like, "Jesus, this guy's <laughs> probably massive normally," and he would never fit into those clothes most of the year if he's walking around two fifty. An extra sixty pounds on him, yeah. Oh man, that was interesting. So funny. All right, we got and the first you, beer. You got your first one. Okay. Okay. So, All right. so this is the solutions test. Yeah, the solutions age test. All right, he hasn't said it's a Molson or a Heineken yet. No, 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 I know it's a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> it's All definitely right. not a Molson or a Heineken. So that's number one. It, it definitely tastes exactly how I would think a blonde would taste, so I think that's the new one. Beer number two, going down smooth. There's an additional rule I forgot to mention that I remember from like 16 years ago, is that you can't retaste the old cup. So if I would like to truly try and figure, suss it out, I. I, I have to re try to remember this yeah, cup. Yeah. I cannot. You can't go, go back can't and forth back because and forth. then you get to re refresh each of the differences every time. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. But I think this one's different. I think this one's aged. I don't think it has all of the taste qualities of the first one. I all think right. it's a product of, let's say, taste degradation for the lack of better. Lack word. of a better. Yeah. There, there is a. There's definitely some of that, certainly when a, a beer sits in a can longer. It's it's very, very noticeable on kind of those hazy IPAs. I those. think one and three are the same. Okay. And they, they you what's think the are word, the... What's the verdict, Steve? All right. Are one and three the same, and, and is two the old one? One and two are the old solutions. Three is the new solution. Oh, okay. All right. So, mm. so if that if that actually holds true, then it means the recipe is incredibly stable over time. Well, we, we should do we'll it see. to you. We should exactly. do it to you. I just prepped my glasses. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's gunning for this. He's like, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Let's get let's get her done. Yeah. So there, yeah, there's the uh, the cans over there. He's gonna go select them. I'm kind of interested to see because I okay. So this was way back in the day when we first were going, and this was actually a uh, a storage thing because we had we had storage of cans yes. that were in the cooler yes. and storage of cans that were. And it's more expensive to keep it in the cooler than out. And we and so I, we did an experiment. We kept beers outside of it for three months. Beer number one. Very strong nose. Nice. That okay. lovely color. Just the right amount of uh, right amount of head on top. Tastes very very good. I don't know if it's new or old yet, but uh, no, definitely a solution. I'm sure you heard Ben's <laughs> Ben's last uh, rules. You can't you can't go back to that one. Yep. All right. I'm using that as my baseline. Also, the 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 nose on this is a bit stronger. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think this is new beer. Ooh, strong judgment for not having tasted the third one. I think the first, the first one, one is old beer. The, one. the first one is, uh, the second one is new beer. All right. Yep, second one, or sorry, third one here. Yeah. Uh, the head's not as noticeable, so I think this is going to be older beer. All right, all right. No. What is what is the actual age difference of these beers, or approximate age? Uh, about a year. year and a half. Oh, so it's sizable, okay. Almost, actually closer, almost to two years, I think. No, no, not, not. No, year, it'd be a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Uh, the oldest. So one and three are old beers, two is new beer. Ha, they're That's all Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. Nah, you're right. No, so, so the flavor on the second one was a lot more, like, the, the body was a lot stronger. So you could be like, yeah, no, that is definitely newer beer sort of thing. Brandon, do you want to? 
I'll do the same thing. Why not? All right. let's, let's all go through it. I got my glasses here. They'll need a quick rinse. Yeah, I'll do a quick rinse. Uh, but you can continue the story. Actually, or should what, I? Can... What story? What were we talking about? Uh, it was the storage thing that basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, outside. so we're it's it's more. This is back when we were first starting out. You when we were starting to realize that storage fees were going to be a significant mm-hmm. and continual cost to the company. Um, it's more expensive to store your beer in the fridge at Liquor Connect than it is to store it just, I assume, outside on the ground, I don't know, uh, in the warehouse. Uh, so we were trying to evaluate whether or not the uh, stability of the beer in the fridge was going to make a noticeable difference compared to storing it outside. So we each took uh, a small portion of samples that we bought and stored them just in the basement of our house, which we felt would be representative of the, the storage conditions in the warehouse. And we also kept a certain amount in the fridge to, to ensure. Um, at the time, I was I, I had a chest freezer dedicated to beer storage, which was regulated to four degrees, and, and that worked out well for me. Anyway, over the period of about six months, we, we kept uh, every month pulling out a can of each and tasting it and trying to discern it and kind of kicking myself for not remembering... Uh, the conversations with Ben back in the day and doing it in the Malcolm Gladwell method because I yeah. really would have would have done it justice. Whereas instead of us, us and fifteen other people trying it uh, just side by side comparison, here's the old one, here's the new one. Can you taste the difference? Yeah, I did it one at uh, my house. I had done a, a bunch of the different things, and for the most part, um, they were kind of indistinguishable. There's a few people that could suss out like, oh, the the flavors on this one are a little bit more muted, and this one not so much, and they were. They were able to tell, like, which was, like, quote-unquote, the war- it had been warm beer and what had just been cold beer. But we, we found that, like, afterwards, because after the whole thing was done, I was like, can you tell me how close they are percentage-wise? And they're like, oh, it's, like, 95%. It's 98%, the original beer. So it was like, at that point, we're like, okay, it's not the not the biggest end-all thing in the world. But we did never move the beer outside of the, uh, outside of the thing. No, it's just, it's not worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. (laughs) It's not worth the risk, I should say. Mm -hmm. All right, so beer number one here. Yep. I could repeat all of Steve's comments, but I'm not going to. I'll just go to beer number two. Okay. (laughs) We we know what beer it is. There's not a lot to say here. So this is basically baseline. Mm -hmm. And you'll make, you'll probably start thinking about which one's new and old. Okay, go ahead. So this is his second taste, <clears throat> or second beer. He's pondering. You can see the gears moving and turning in his brain. There's a little bit of smoke coming out. You know. <laughs> error. The error. Actually, from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right for, for, out of the fire. For, for everybody listening, wondering what the crackling is in the back, we're we're out in the backyard. We got a fire going. It's a lovely night. I think it's also, actually ambiance. If yeah. anyone knows what that smoke was coming from downtown Calgary, please text the Twitter account that we're always. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> that counts as one of your six weeks of mentions. It does count as one of the six weeks of mentions. <laughs> Actually, that's probably going to get us pretty close to December at that point. At this point, yeah, yep. yeah, that's that's terrifying. Uh, so, any comments between beer one and beer two? Um, no, I'm going to reserve comment till the end. All right. When I will be revealed wrong, and I'm not going to be allowed to taste beer ever again. <laughs> We're going to have to send you for the beer judging uh, training to. No, to get your I was talking trained. to Ben about this earlier. I, I have no interest in that. Oh, oh and. <laughs> Like we've talked on the podcast before, it's like, yeah, we we have no inkling whatsoever to get trained up that way, sort of thing. We're not sommeliers. We don't intend to be. We just want to make stuff we like to drink. I think is a worthwhile life adventure. For like, for I some think people, you'd probably it have is. such a blast. It'd probably be such an awesome time because you're probably going to like, like if it was wine, you'd probably be traveling to France, Italy, Chile, Argentina, Australia. California, <laughs> Oregon, like these amazing places. Like, what, what else do you need to be sold on to pursue <laughs> a life of a sommelier? And then you get to hang out in nice restaurants, and people spend money on you, and you talk about wine, you drink wine, you eat nice food. No, you're not allowed to taste again. You got to go off your instinct. Yeah, that's right. You One, two, three. Role. You were talking about it. Yeah. All right. I, I just want to drink the beer, guys. No, so, no so, you can drink so, the beer, so, but you got to tell you, you're going to spill the beans first. Fine. So my, my assessment is I, I believe number one was the old beer, number two and three were new beer. Wrong. 
So number one and two were new beers. Number three was old beer. Okay, so so that's fine. Here's so the thing. so that so that's the interesting thing interesting, is that yeah. you you perceive that the uh, like Ben that it didn't change that much. Yeah, yeah, like the, the difference between the old and new fairly close. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I think I think what we should do, we should skip me and we'll go back to Steve. And we'll give Steve a second try. Can he repeat his performance? Okay. And then give Brendan pre- a second try. And can he redeem himself? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should do a second time. All right. So just, if just, Steve so this trips will be up, the last. This will be the last the one. Yeah. Or do you, okay. This, this will be good. Um, I'm just gonna throw this out there as a caveat. Steve has been pouring out most of his beers, which is good because he's got to drive home. I'm at home, so I'm drinking everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, I'll get Steve's beer and I'll give him less of the beer this time. Maybe like two t- two tastes worth. See, uh, it's interesting though because I definitely got, and it might just be palate cleansing and stuff like that because I, I I got a lot of um almost a little bit of bitterness there on the side again. I was trying to interpret that as uh, an aging of the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which may have actually just been the transition from the previous beer I was drinking to that, and then, and then playing out. And uh, I tried to do kind of a few different drinks to, to okay. get ahead of that. But all right, first beer here. Mm, I think this is old beer already. But we'll bring on the second one. As he sniffs the microphone to make sure that it's still <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> all right, this is the same as the first beer, and I'm pretty sure they're both old. All right, all right. Beer number three. Hmm, I'm sniffing it real hard. Yes, yes, we can hear it on the microphone. And the verdict is... So the first one and two are definitely old. I almost think the third one's old too. The third one's old. The first two are the same, and they were new. Oh! So I think what you should have done is stop, not say if it's new or old. Mm-hmm. You pass judgment on the first one. Just your baseline, and then then what you want to do is just distinguish based on the first one. Mm-hmm. And then after you've had all three, then say which do you think is the, as yeah. I think you biased yourself because I might have the first time you did it, you did say this is my baseline, yeah, and you you were right on. So so it's interesting because right. that first one there, I uh, like I sampled it and I was like okay, and then like I so distinguished that the first two were the same, but yeah, it it wasn't like I was I was trying to remember the uh, the previous sample, like or the previous test when like the uh, the newer one was a lot more vibrant, mm-hmm. and to me, all three were about the same line. So I thought, I thought Ben was screwing with me, and he was like, "No, he just poured three no, no, old of, of of the." Uh, but this kind of gets cans. back. You, you thought all three were on the same line, which gets there, yeah, which as lead, much of a change as which leads credence to there's not much change in the recipe over the course of its life in the can, which is good. It's stable. <laughs> wow, that is good. Absolutely. Yeah. At least for us poor schmucks who have uh, already shown that we can't distinguish our beer from uh, there's, Molson. So. There's, there's probably like the guy from, uh, oh, who is it from Cabin who was a bee, uh, beer judging uh, competition uh, judge. And uh, yeah, because it was funny because he was actually judging the amateur competitions. He's If you ever listen to this, he's like, oh, God, these guys are morons. <laughs> well, yeah, I am the guy who put a... A tropical stout and a dry stout competition. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> how All right, dare so there's you? my baseline, Ben. <laughs> I tasted it. It's got a lovely caramel finish. Mm-hmm. Just nicely rounds out the flavor profile of long. Ooh, yes, a delicious beer for anyone who is looking for a refreshing uh, day on the patio. All right, he's pondering. I am pondering. I feel like there's a little bit more carbonation on this one, actually. Or was it just poured in such a way that the carbonation is still within the drink? It could be. I'll go for the third one. All right. All right, the last taste of the podcast. Mmm. 
Interesting. All right, one, two, three. What do you got? Okay. I think one and three are old, and number two is new. One is new, two and three are old. Okay, so indistinguishable okay. again. So, so this is this is interesting. The the thing that kind of the reason I thought two was new is that I, I definitely got a lot more carbonation on the sip that I had there, mm-hmm. uh, and one and three kind of had a lot more of those sweet notes coming at the back. Okay, and so I was like, and, and again, trying to instill a difference <laughs> in my mind. I was like, well, maybe the carbonation will taper off, but. No, and this will come there, but no, it, it so seems like, like I'm just so like not that, that was the difference in Ben pouring. So like that second one, he poured, I guess, a little bit more gently, so more of the bubble stayed in solution and weren't agitated out of it. So yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, so <laughs> so this has been interesting. Okay, so conclusions I would make from this is that yes, Mister Scientist, mass produced <laughs> beers are actually a lot easier to distinguish from than the. Than yeah. I can imagine. Um, Steve's judgments of those mass-produced beers are consistent with his actual ability to taste them. <laughs> well, all right. Except for the Heineken. He's like, I should have stayed with my guts on the first one. That, I, that I was hilarious. Out. I, I sussed mean, out it was a Heineken and then second-guessed myself. And, and Heineken is so distinct from everything else that we've tasted today. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. After did going we, through this whole tasting, it's like, yeah, Heineken is... Did we? Did, did we? Very. Did we do the two, uh, the Molson versus Heineken on you? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And you got it right, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, two yeah. Molson and Heineken. Well, and I, after having Heineken finally, Anyways, in I have faith. Mind, it, it's I have, so so distinct. <laughs> I have faith in Steve's tasting ability. I'm not going to question it anymore. Um, You're very kind, Ben. Um, I'm a lot better at tasting and distinguishing than I realized. Mm-hmm. And the blonde is a lot. It's actually quite stable. Yeah, as a beer. I I'm actually legitimately surprised. So like that first time, I I was fairly confident in it, and then the second time just shook me. So yeah, actually like I think you got it or would have got it if 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 you hadn't biased if yourself. you biased yourself. Yeah, but I think we've also learned that Steve has a better uh, <laughs> a better palate. A, than a I little do. more uh, trained. Yeah, or as as I said in French. Uh, one camping trip one time, even though palate is French and I said palais. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. Um, <laughs> that really, really hurts. Well, Steve, if anybody wanted to write into us and tell us how wrong you are in your pronunciation of palate, palais. <laughs> and please take note, we've already had our Twitter mention. Yep. Yeah, we had our Twitter mention, but you can see us on our website, solutionsbrewing.com, where there is a lovely form that will send an email to our email address, no problems at solutionsbrewing.com. And you can always see us on our real, uh, you know, social medias, Facebook and Instagram, at Solutions Brewing Co., which there are some lovely pictures taken by Ben of, uh, of the show. Hashtag, yeah, thank you, Ben. Hashtag Solutions Brewing, Yay. hashtag uh, Rocky Mountain Wine Food and Festivals. So that was great. And, uh, well, this is a been a fairly long episode and uh, everything so thank you everyone for joining us and we will talk to you next time bye bye <laughs>